Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? It's Sam, and welcome to another episode of Friday Fire. That's right, TFI Friday, as we say around here. Thank goodness it's Friday. This is episode 16 of Friday Fire. For those of you guys just finding the show, uh, I do two podcasts a week over here. The first one comes out on Mondays, and it's generally a longer format with uh, an interview involved. And the uh, the second one comes out every Friday, like this one. It's Friday Fire. And uh, it's just me talking about stuff that I have learned that I think that you guys may find useful. Uh, so, you know, I do a lot of different things for a living. I sell real estate. I... Uh, have a media company that helps companies with their marketing and uh, then I have a consulting company as well that helps companies just to uh, figure out what direction they need to go in and how to get uh, a little bit more out of life and out of business. So uh, I do these finally, uh, sorry not finally Fridays, that's got me uh, into media mode, we've, we've got something called finally Friday that we've been working on, but I do these Friday fires just as a way to, uh, to relay information to you and it's the same stuff that I teach my clients. Clients. I just uh, I like to give it away for free on the podcast. I never charge for it, but there is uh, there is one fee that I would like you to pay, guys. If you get something out of this podcast or any of my episodes, do me a favor: screenshot it, share it on your Instagram, share it on your Facebook, uh, tag me in the comments, and uh, just help me get word out about the show and uh, helps other people find the show. And I uh, I really really appreciate it. Now today, um, I want to go back to core values real quick and I've already done an episode on core values and honestly today's episode I had scripted as um, it was going to be all about your attitude and not your aptitude which determines your altitude and that was on a poster um, in the math classroom in high school Mrs. Peters had that set in her uh, she had that set in her classroom. It's your attitude and not your aptitude which determine your altitude. And I'd written a whole show about it, and I'll uh, I'll probably do it in a week or two, honestly, and catch you guys back up on that because you know I had somebody hit me up earlier this week to uh, to borrow money, and I, I I don't mind like borrowing money, but this guy is like. Uh, He's a repeat offender. And it's never like, you know, if a mate hits you up for a grand, you can give them a grand and it's it's fine, they'll give it back. But if somebody hits you up for, for 20 or 30 or $50, it's, it's the same kind of money over and over. And, you know, there is money laying on the ground in this country. And you know, the guy's telling me he's desperate, they're going to take his computer because he pawned it and he's no way to find $20. I'm like, man, what, what skill do you possess right now that you could take and sell for $20? And it was his attitude that stunk. There is money laying on the ground in America. So maybe we will get to uh, get to that in uh, next week's Finally Friday. Maybe we won't touch it at all. And if I call this podcast Finally Friday again, I swear to God. So we do a, uh, we do a business uh, review video free for business owners in Bryan and College Station. And it's called Finally Friday. And we did it before COVID. And um, we've just rebooted it. So I've been doing Finally Friday stuff all week. And every time I try to say Friday Fire, it comes out wrong. So I apologize. But we're going to get on with today's episode. Now, I want to talk about core values again and how important they are 
in a company and um it really is the, the heartbeat of the company. And I spent some time on a previous Friday Fire, and I've done presentations and talks about them. So my core values are not, um, they're not a secret. So the first core value we have around here across all of my companies is be reliable. Show up on time, do what you say you're going to do, you know, that kind of reliability. And if you can do that, you're ahead of 98% of the people in the marketplace anyway. Um, we're coachable and humble, we're resourceful, we have open communication, we're professional, we're caring, we're accountable, you know, we own our shit. And I get through these core values and I think they're great and I pin them up on the wall and we live and breathe by them. Well, I settled on these company core values back in December um, after I went to uh, went to a training and uh, a guy that's now my friend, uh, Thomas Keenan, he got up there and was helping us all define core values. And I've operated my company very successfully uh, by these core values for the last six months. And I say very successfully, we've now got more in our pipeline than we've ever had before in, in both my companies. Um, and it's it's going incredibly well. Um, no, we're not rich, you know, we're not buying a mega yacht or anything like that. But, you know, for the first time since my last company collapsed uh, due to the alcoholism <laughs> that we, we finally managed to get behind us. But for the first time since then, I really feel like there's, there's a very secure, very bright future for what we're doing. And those core values have served me well. But I met up with Thomas and a group of other guys in Dallas today and... We went over and we redefined some other things. We did actually a core value exercise. And what I'm going to do for you guys is I'm going to take the worksheet from the core value exercise that we did and I'm going to upload it to the uh, the show notes and I'll put a link in there to where you can find uh, find the sheet. Because one of the things that I didn't realize was that core values, like a lot of this stuff, like your mission, like your goals, um, core values can evolve over time. And so when the sheet came around at the workshop today, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really get to filling it out because you know, I've already got these seven established core values that are, in, in my opinion, fantastic. They've done wonders for my company. Um, and the first time I work with clients, the first meeting we have, I ask about core values and very few, um, very few small companies have them. And it's, it's the biggest thing I've ever done that has fixed the direction of my business uh, instantly. It locks in everybody in step. It gives everybody an idea of what's expected and what the company values and what the company's owners or founders value and the values that should run through the company. So it's absolutely critical that no matter how big your business is, even if you're a solo operator, even if you're, say, a, a personal trainer just getting started out, uh, taking on a few clients, you still want to have core values running through everything. So as you get bigger, you can pick clients based on whether they match your core values. You can employ people based on whether they match your core values, and they can operate your company based on whether they match. But the point of today's podcast, guys, is that core values are a living and breathing document. They need to be updated and they need to be done semi-regularly, probably twice a year. So I updated mine today and it was quite 
shocking at how much they've changed. And I want to share them with you. But before I do that, I want to talk you through the exercise that gets us to streamlined core values. And uh, again, like I said, man, I had a whole show written today about attitude and about, you know, the the, the fact that money is uh, lying on the ground free in this country and a lot of people don't want to pick it up. And I really feel like this is more important and we can get to the attitude next week. Um, streamlining your core values and guiding them through their natural evolution helps your company naturally evolve. So when I wrote my core values way back in December and we put those together, you'll notice it's be reliable, we're coachable, we're resourceful, we communicate, we're professional, we're accountable. You'll, you'll notice it's very much core values from a place of operation. Right, Those are the things that needed to be in place within my company for my company or both my companies to be profitable and successful for the long term. Those came from a place of operation. I need those core values in place so I can operate successfully. But as we've evolved, my core values have changed slightly. So. I'm going to walk you through this worksheet right now. Um, I will make it uh, by the end of the day uh, today to where there's a copy uploaded in the show notes that you guys can just go and uh, download. Or if you want a copy, um, just shoot me a DM uh, at the Small Business Surgeon Facebook page and uh, we can get you hooked up. So, uh, and don't forget, while you're over there on the Facebook page, go, uh, go over to iTunes and hit subscribe on the show and, uh, and share it because, again, I don't advertise anything on this show, you don't have to listen to ads. I don't ask for any money. I don't ask for anything other than if you get something out of it. Subscribe and share it because that's how other people find it. All right, so how to set your core values. Um, I run into this with, uh, with my clients and I send them away to think. But really, to find company core values, you've got to find your core values as well. So the first thing, um, you want to list three things that you want to be known for. I say, what do I want to be known for? Like, you know, I'm known for a lot of stuff. Sam the real estate guy. Oh, he sells houses. You know, Sam the drummer, he plays drums. Um, you know, but what I really want to be known for amongst all three things that I could think of that meant the most to me, the, the first thing I wanted to be known for was being real. Um, we have a lot of people in this world that will paint a picture of what they want you to believe. Uh, I want you to know that I'm painting the same picture, whether it's online or offline. I'm the same guy. You're going to meet me. I'll tell you the same shit. You know, so being real uh, is something I want to be known for. I want to be known for helping people. Um, and there's a catch-22 because I, I like to help people and, and not say anything about it. You know, um, I help people with no expectation of anything in return. And really, the, 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 the thing I get in return is the joy from helping. And I know that sounds really ass backwards but I get a lot of joy and things that I can be grateful for just from turning around and helping people and helping them freely and helping them with no expectation of anything and the magic there is when you help freely you receive freely also people will give and give and give of you if you'll go out and help and uh, I discovered that and uh, I kind of want to be known for it because I enjoy helping people and my entire business is really even you know, real estate, yeah, I'm selling a house, but I'm not. I'm helping a seller who is 
somewhat stressed out. They're going through life changes. They may be downsizing, moving to a retirement home. I get a few of those. Uh, they may be divorcing. Those are relatively common. They may be moving jobs. It's a stressful situation. I'm helping them. With Media Foundry, you know, we're helping people through uh, defining what their business is and putting marketing campaigns together and helping them with recruiting campaigns and all kinds of stuff. It's, it all boils down to helping people. So that was super important to me. And then the third thing I put down was leading others. Um, I like to be a leader and you can't get voted in as leader. You have to go out and say, what would a leader do in this situation? And then you have to roll up your sleeves and do the exact thing that a leader would do. And that's how you become a leader. So the three most important things now that I want to be known for are for being real, for helping people and for leading others, which is nothing, nothing to do with anything I wrote on my core value sheet in December. Now, I don't have that in front of me, so I can't give you direct comparisons, but I can tell you every single thing I wrote today going through this whole exercise, everything I wrote was different um, from December. There was not two words on the damn sheet that were the same. And that's because in December I was writing from a place of uh, operational core values that I needed to function in my business in order for my businesses to be successful. So the next question is name three things you want your business to provide you. The number one for me is security. Um, believe it or not, I'm not 100% secure. I mean, I'm pretty close. I'm a lot secure than a lot more guys, but um, I'm still not secure. We could have a few hiccups and some stuff could go wrong. Um, you know, I like to think that the foundations we've built over the last few years and the following we've got on social media and the amount of goodwill we have in the marketplace, I like to think we're relatively secure. But the, the, the most important thing my business can provide me is security. Um, I would like it to provide me with, number two, some notoriety. Um, maybe a little self-serving, maybe a little vain, maybe not. Um, but, you know, that goes with uh, being real, helping people and leading others. I would like that business to provide me some notoriety in those three areas. And I think that's, uh, that's a fair thing to put on there. And then the third thing is freedom. Everybody wants that freedom. Yes, I want the freedom to be able to do what I want. Uh, whenever I want. And uh, strangely enough, you know, aside from, you know, travel to exotic places and drive exotic cars, and I've pretty much got the freedom already. Um, I spend my mornings in my ideal morning. I literally, you know, I get up, I go work out, I go get my kids ready for school. I drop them off at school. I sit outside and I drink coffee and I take meetings drinking coffee with clients. And it's just like, Man, what else would I do aside from putting a beach somewhere close to me? I mean, I'm pretty much living um, my ideal life. You know, I, I play drums with a with a, a wonderful musician friend of mine every Friday. I've got this residency at uh, Third Floor Cantina, and you know, it's like everything I could possibly imagine in a perfect life. I already do. So, my business already gives me security. It's giving me notoriety and it's giving me freedom. So I'd say that's, uh, that's a heck of a win. I want you to write down what the three things you want your businesses to provide you. What are they? Write them down. Set these goals, set these expectations, and it, it's showing you right now. So just write the first three things that come into your head. It's showing you what your subconscious is manifesting. 
okay? So then you gotta dig even deeper and list three things you want your business to provide your employees, right? So that's gonna be stuff like mine. Uh, number one, insurance. Um, I want all of my employees, everybody that works for me, to have the option to have insurance coverage. I don't really know how it works. Uh, I would like us to be able to pay for all of it and just have them not worried about paying a doctor's bill or a dentist bill or any of that. That's really important to me. Um, you know, it, it ties it ties into security and everything else, but I, I pay my guys um, above market average. I pay them well. Uh, I look after them. And one of the things, I mean, they turn around, they look after me. You know, they really do take care of me. They take care of the companies. They, they're doing a great job. And one of the things I really want to offer them is, is that insurance uh, option. The second thing I want to offer them is opportunities. Things you want your business to provide your employees. Opportunities, man. That's such a big kick in the dick because I didn't realize that that was important to me and it popped into my head. I want to provide my guys with opportunities. Now, whether that's an opportunity to go and get some coaching and some training, whether that's an opportunity to read some more books, or whether that's an opportunity to come in as a business partner on an investment project, um, that's really important. You know, if I go out and flip a house and my guys see me flip a house and they see me make, I don't know, $30,000 profit, Shouldn't it be fair that I should offer the opportunity to guys and say, hey, you know, I'm going to put 100 grand in this house. If you want to put 10 grand up, I'll make 30 grand profit. If you put 10 up, I'll make 27, you make three. I haven't done this for these guys yet. I haven't even asked them if they want to do it. Um, I haven't even broached it with them. It just came across today. I want everybody that I work with to have the opportunity to make money with me and partner in my shit and work together on it and all focus on common goals for solving a problem. Now, I don't know if that's something that can be done in your business, but maybe it is. Is there revenue share opportunities you could come up with to where the harder your staff work, the more they got paid? Um, the more they sell, the more they get paid. You know, what opportunities can you give your staff to keep them engaged and to keep them happy working for you? I don't know, but that was the second thing I wrote down. And the third thing, which ties to opportunities, really, things you want your business to provide your employees is growth, right? I want my employees to be better than they were the day before. I want them to grow. I want them to learn. Like, like we stipulate, I, I pay them. They clock in at 8.30 and we read for 20 minutes. I want 20 minutes of reading of a business book because I want to pay them to grow themselves and develop. You know, I want my employees to be able to take industry courses and go to industry conferences and grow and, you know, build their skill sets. Because ultimately, if I build my skill sets and I don't build the skill sets of the people around me, then I'm only self-serving. I have to serve everybody that works for me because nobody works for me. They all work with me and we all work together to hit our common goals that we set. And that's why we're having so much success. It's not Sam and the team. It's all of us, right? And that is just huge in providing these guys a safe 
comfortable place to work, I should also be providing them the opportunities to invest and to profit like the rest of us and the opportunities to grow and develop their skill sets. So that's something that I'm going to bring up. I mean, Kyle's probably listening to this already because he does the edit, but that's something I'm going to bring up with the rest of the guys when I get into the office on Monday. I'm going to go over this with them. Anyway, in defining your core values, that's what we're doing right now, things you want your business to provide to the universe, and that's a deep one. And I came up with three things again. I want my business to provide gratitude. I want my business to spread a message that it's okay to be grateful for what you've got. I don't know how we do that. I don't know how to define that. Um, I want my business to provide joy. Um, There is no feeling in the world than when you close a house or a piece of property with a client and they stand there like some absolutely zoned out little monkey and they've got their biggest shit-eating grin on their face and they're just floating on cloud nine. Um, It's the same with a a consulting client when they make it through a particular set of obstacles and the sales start coming in and they start it and then they look at their checking account they look at me in disbelief and they just, they sit there and they're just, it's joy. I want my businesses to provide joy to the universe and... What's the third thing? Prosperity. I want everybody I come into contact with to do a little bit better because they've come into contact with me. I want to provide prosperity because it's pretty fucking simple, right? It's not easy. It's very hard, but it's really simple. There's only so many steps. There's only so many ingredients in this recipe. There's only so many steps in the game, right? It's it's like (laughs) there's rules to the game and... If you play by the rules, you'll win, right? But I want to provide that to everybody my business comes into contact with. I want them to be prosperous, and I want to help with that. So what you're going to do now is you're going to take those three things, okay? And the first, the three things I want to be known for, being real, helping people, and leading others. What's the most important one of those three to me? Well, it's leading others. I love being real, I love being helpful, but the most important thing that I think that I can do with the rest of my life is to lead other people. So I wrote a, you write down the core value here at the bottom of the sheet, leading others. And what does that mean to you? Come up with a little tagline. Uh, Really no more than six, eight, ten words. It's got to be something that can be learned. So leading others. We reach out a hand and guide our clients. That's it. Okay, so we guide our clients. We guide them through their problems. Almost as though they're behind us and we turn around and we offer a hand and we pull them up the cliff and we pull them the rest of the way. But leading from the front. You can't lead if you're not going to get out there and do what leaders do. So I want to empower my guys to lead and I want to lead from the front and reach out that hand and guide our clients. Okay, so things I want my business to provide you, secure things I want my business, sorry, to provide me, sorry, security, notoriety, and freedom. What's the most important thing there? It's freedom, without a doubt, freedom. And core value number two, freedom. We are free to work with whoever we want. So one of the first things that we do in 
any kind of business rescue operation is define the avatar, the ideal client for the company. And then we have the business owner sit down and figure out a list of the top 25 clients that they would absolutely fucking dream to work with, right? And most people don't dream big enough. So I want to empower my guys, Tex and Rob and Kyle and Alex and Candice and Tay and anybody else that may work for me in the future. You are free, guys, to work with whoever you want to work with, whoever you want. If you've got a client, you want to work with them, write it down, put it on the dream board, put it on the top 25, and we'll fucking go after them and we'll go get them. You know, if you want to shoot trucking video for Swift or one of the massive transportation companies, Tex. I know you're laughing at me because nobody wants to do anything for Swift. <laughs> Swift is like the budget truck company. I just couldn't think of another big truck company off the top of my head. But um, what I want my guys to know is like, you know, if, if, you want a, if you want a shot at doing graphic design for your favorite sports team, like, let's go. Let's go get it. I want my guys and the people that I surround myself with and the people in my company to be free to work with whoever we want to work with. There's no rules that says I got to work with the, the mean old restaurant owner that works down the street that's going to pay me $500 to do some bullshit. I don't want to work with him. I want to be free to work with the clients that appreciate us and that match our core values and understand how much we do for them and pay us accordingly. We're free to work with whoever we want. So the things you want your business to provide your employees, insurance, opportunities, and growth. Those were the three things that popped in my head. And the most important out of all of those three for me was opportunities. I want everybody at my company to have the opportunity to participate in any one of the investment projects we do or any one of the new acquisitions that we oversee. I want them to have the ability to participate in projects and ownership. Because again, I feel like I'm partners with my team. I don't feel like they work for me. I feel like we're all working on this big goal to move everybody forward and everybody grow. So everybody at my company now will get the opportunity to participate in projects and in the ownership of those projects. And the last thing, what do I want my business to provide the universe? Prosperity. That is why I'm here, in essence. I want everybody I touch to be prosperous. So, core value number four, prosperity. We want to improve the lives of everyone we touch in a positive way. And that's it. I wanted to go over those core values with you again because they don't sound like anything like the core values that I wrote down in December that got my companies both now kind of stable and where they are. Those were operational core values, and these now are aspirational core values. This is where I want to take my company and how I want to run it in the future. So if you don't have your operational core values down and you're still floundering and you don't have money and you don't have budget and you don't have payroll and you're struggling... Don't be scared, guys. 80%, it's the 80-20 rule, 80% of us uh, are still figuring this shit out, right? Now, I have recently, I like to think, 
um, made the transition back into the 20% that's got it figured out. But it's not always like that. Um, more money breeds more problems. And if you don't have the core values in place, you can't take it to the next step. So take your operational core values and then look now at your aspirational core values and look at how you can run your company to be what it is you dreamed of and really start making a difference in the people around you. So those are my new updated core values, leading others. We reach out and we guide our clients. Freedom, we're free to work with whoever we want. Opportunities, everyone at my company gets the opportunity to participate in projects or ownership and prosperity. It's our mission to improve the lives of everyone we touch in a positive way. And I'm going to round out this podcast by saying that if you like those core values and they resonate with you and joining my team would be something that you would like to do, I do have a few gaps that I'm looking to fill as we grow. So if you're listening to this and you know anybody that would be good at field sales for a media company, we make uh, corporate video as our main niche. Uh, I'm looking for a field sales guy that can go out and uh, manage accounts and uh, make residuals on accounts and commissions. I'm also looking for a real estate agent or three. Now, if you know any real estate agents or somebody that would like to be a real estate agent, um, you can't train core values. I can't train reliability. I can't train um, showing up on time. I can't train integrity. But what I can do is train real estate. So if you know anyone with a real estate license that would be a good fit, send them my way. But if you also know anyone without a real estate license that would be a good fit, send them my way. And if they pass the interview and sniff test, then I will pay for their license and I'll pay for their training. I'll pay for them to become a part of my organization because I'm really looking for people that fit with our values because I can train skills all day but I can't, I can't uh, train values. So if you would do that for me, guys, that would be a massive, massive favor. Obviously, I would need them to be located um, in Central Texas College Station, to be precise, or within a, within a uh, 20, 30-minute commute of it. And then I've got one more need. Um, I actually need another, believe it or not, as I roll my eyes, because um, it's great because of the growth, but I do need another full-time uh, camera operator and video editor for our uh, our company, the Texas Media Foundry. So if you've got anybody like that in your back pocket, maybe uh, maybe someone fresh out of school uh, could be trained in a few things but has, uh, has a good idea of basic operations, uh, that would be great. Send them my way. So, uh, yeah, that's it for today's Friday Fire, guys. Um, I really do love you guys. I love that you listen. I love the amount that this show is growing. Um, we are into the thousands now of, uh, of downloads, well into the thousands. I'm, I'm quite happy to report. And uh, it's growing exponentially. It's picking up every week. So one last time, guys, if there's something you've liked on here, if you picked up a little bit of knowledge, something that you uh, want to share out, please do me a favor. Screenshot it, um, post it up on Instagram, Facebook, add it to your stories, uh, send it on Snapchat, whatever it is you kids uh, are doing these days. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Small Business Surgeon. And uh, if 
any of you want to take this discussion any further, get on the website, um, get on the Facebook page, sorry, at Small Business Surgeon, and uh, shoot me a DM, and we'll see what we can do for you. All right, guys, you all have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday with another full-length show. I love you all. Be good. Stay safe. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you made it this far, you clearly liked it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share it with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com. Ooh, yeah.